0: My name is Matthew Wayne Selznick, and this is Sonatotum, where I provide personal opinions, advice, reflection, and recommendations to help you, and me, stay human while building a successful, healthy, creative writing life. Sonatotum is the podcast companion to ScribTotum, my blog, at MattSelznick.com. And now, the show. Hey! Hello! 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 It's episode fifteen of Sonatotum. It's a Sunday, the fourteenth of October. It's been a, a minute, as the kids say, since our last episode, and I am I'm here to do double duty. This is going to be an actual sort of full length regular episode of Sonatotum, and we're gonna have an autumn project update as well. In fact that has a lot to do with what this episode is all about. Being nimble, staying nimble, making sure that you're flexible and nimble as a creator. So what do I mean by that? That's what we're going to talk about based on my own experience in the last uh, month or so, but in particular in the last... uh, In the last five days or so. Going to get personal, going to relate it in a universal way, which is (laughs) as is my want. (laughs) But first, let's talk about how things are going with the Autumn Project. So, as you know, or maybe you don't know, if this is the first time you're listening to Sonnetotum, But back on September 9th, 2018, I started the Autumn Project, which is my commitment to write, plot, plan, and write the first draft of my next novel, Light of the Outsider, before the end of 2018, and to do it with as much transparency and openness as possible all along the way. Um, sharing things with my patrons on Patreon at patreon.com slash Matt Selznick, and also in episodes of this podcast and uh, on the website and, and so on and so forth. So here's where we're at. I have, at this point, as of the 14th of October, I have had 26 writing days since the 9th of September. You can do that math and figure out, yeah, I've skipped. I've skipped some days. Uh Uh-oh, what's up with that? The first two weeks or so, back in September, were spent plotting and planning, uh, and then I got into the actual uh, manuscript portion, uh, actually creating manuscript pages. So, as it stands right now, in total, I've spent 26 days, a total of 49 hours and 33 minutes on the project to date. Uh, If you count... Uh, words in the manuscript and words in the character backgrounds and uh, in the actual outline. I've written a total of 32,242 words. Just considering the draft, I've gotten all the way through chapter one and a little bit into the first scene of chapter two. There are 16 chapters, 71 scenes altogether in the book. And uh, the uh, manuscript is sitting right now at 10,618 words after, again, 17 hours, 24 minutes of work and time. And so uh, that's where we are on the Autumn Project. Again, as I, uh, as I speak these words to you on October the 14th, 2018, There's a little bit more than two hours, two weeks, and five days left to finish this book. Left to finish, I'm about, uh, let's see, a little over 11% of the way through. Can he do it? Yeah, I think I can. And uh, I'm going to talk about some of the things that I've been thinking about since the last update, and that... Will be part of the rest of the episode. So let's talk about being nimble as a creator. So back uh, back when I announced the Autumn Project 2018, the deal was that I would be writing in public, if you will, uh, I, that I would be live on streaming video every time I sat down to write and that my patrons at patreon.com slash Matt Selznick could actually watch me in real time plot and plan and do all the preparation and everything else and then actually write the book. And, uh, you know, for, um, almost 50 hours, I've been in front of the camera Doing just that. Plus, the time it takes to set up the web stream. And, you know, granted, that doesn't take a whole lot of time. And the time that it takes after the web stream is done to make sure that the streaming page is updated for the next time and to make sure that the archive is available for people who want to watch it later. Uh, My higher level patrons get to watch it later if they don't catch it live. All of that took time and maintenance. And more importantly, uh, almost, well, equally importantly, I think, promising to be on streaming video every time I write means needing to have a good, strong internet connection anytime I write, which pretty much the only way I could guarantee that would be to write in my home, in my home office at the lush and lavish studios of MWS Media in Long Beach, California. I'd have to be in my office at my desk. And so here's what that meant. Uh, (laughs) This is kind of pitiful. I realized on the, um, I think it was the weekend of the 6th and 7th of October, Sunday came around and I realized I hadn't left my apartment except to go get the mail. And I think I went to the grocery store briefly in four days. I mean, I, I work from home and then I was writing from home and then I was doing, you know, home things like eating meals and sleeping and, and, and watching a little bit of Netflix or whatever and reading and,
1: and it had a
0: detrimental effect, my friends. I like to sometimes leave the apartment when i write it's nice to go to my local coffee house uh, there's it, it, many to choose from in the area uh, or or you know once in on a blue moon maybe go to the library and just have a different environment other than the same space where i also do my day job the same space where i recreate everything was happening in the same space because i made that promise to be on video every time I wrote, live. Which also meant, by the way, you know, making sure that I was properly dressed and and showered and presentable and all the rest of that stuff, which, believe me, uh, if you've ever worked from home, that is not a a prerequisite to working. (laughs) It is, however, a prerequisite to being on camera uh, for the general public. So, anyway, the, the point is, is that a lot of extra time was going into everything around writing Light of the Outsider, and a lot of extra effort, and I was constrained as to where and when I could, I could do that writing. Finally, nobody watched. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> and you might be saying to yourself, well, yeah, Matt, nobody actually wants to watch somebody write a novel, even if you are sort of kibitzing with the camera now and again and talking to people uh, and thinking out loud and all that. Nobody wants to see that. Well, I do have a touch of evidence that people did. Uh, I, I, I did this did the same thing when I wrote the um, first draft of my second novel, Pilgrimage, and and people actually did tune in. This time, though, uh, looking at the analytics and the views, uh, no, no one is watching. And that's okay. That tells me something. That tells me that my patrons aren't interested in that. And that sets me free. And I wrestled with this. Because I said I was going to do a particular thing. It's one of the benefits for my patrons. They pay three bucks a month or five bucks a month. And one of the things they're supposed to get is to watch me write this book, to be part of the process in that way. So I was reluctant to even think about taking that away. I felt like I was
1: boxed into that. But you know what? My patrons aren't watching. So, I'm free. So, here's what's going to happen I'm not doing the streaming video anymore. Uh,
0: I will continue to update the percentage progress bar on the sidebar of my website at mattselznick.com. And uh, so, people can follow along and see, you know, they can check my website to see exactly how I'm doing day day to day to day to see if those progress bars move at all. I will continue to do updates like I just did in in, in this episode. I'll continue to do those, but I'm not going to do individual episodes for every update anymore. That was doubling the number of podcasts that I would do in a month, which (sighs) even a 15-minute podcast takes time and effort and energy away from writing the novel. So no more update episodes of the podcast. The updates will happen within an existing episode, just like it did in this episode. And um, there you go. That's being nimble. (laughs) You know, In, in, in the startup world, it's called pivoting, figuring out that the product that you originally offered isn't actually what folks want. So stop putting energy into that and focus on what. Actually, gets you closer to your goal, whatever that is. In my case, the goal is to finish this book by the end of the year, and also make enough money to survive and have some semblance of a social life, and maybe you know get out of the apartment now and again and, and enjoy the crisp fall air. By the way, it's going to be in the 80s uh, here in Long Beach in the coming week, and I'm not happy about it. That's um, yeah, another reason to go somewhere else to do some writing, somewhere perhaps where there's air conditioning. <laughs> you know, what matters is that I make stuff. And I think sometimes I, I'm going to speak for myself, and maybe this rings true for you. Sometimes I put constraints on how I make things or I add extra work, or I limit the access in some way, I, I, I make it more difficult. And what happens is energy is taken away from actually doing the work, which oftentimes means I don't finish it. I've written about procrastination and talked about it on the show, I'm sure, uh, a few times in the past. And uh There's this form of procrastination, which is kind of (laughs) procrastination. It's taking action that basically is goal adjacent, doing things that don't actually get you any closer to your goal, but they're sort of kind of related to the project. So you feel like you're working on the thing, but not actually doing the thing. Doing the live streaming video of my writing sessions was procrastination doing extra podcast episodes to talk about the progress of the writing was procrastination no no that's that's uh, you know self sabotage that makes me think i've done something and it gives me sort of a short term immediate gratification sort of thing because, oh, I finished a thing. It's a podcast episode. Oh, I finished a thing. It's a writing session. Look, there's video evidence that I did a writing session. But the real thing is completing 71 scenes, 16 chapters, around 100,000 words of a novel that I can publish and sell
1: and help me, you know, make more things. So, be nimble. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm noticing the work that doesn't
0: matter, that I'm doing, that I'm, that I'm, I'm allowing to steal time and energy from myself by doing. And you know what? Uh, maybe you can look at it and say, well, oh, that Matt, he said he was going to do all this stuff around the writing of the book, and now he's backing off on that. He's he's going against what he said he was going to do. Fine. If you want to feel that
1: way, that's cool. But here's what I said I was going to do, ultimately. Plan, plot, and complete the first draft of a book by the end of the year. So by shucking all this
0: unnecessary stuff, by By being nimble and recognizing the stuff that's not working. By recognizing the detrimental action. And yeah, by changing up the plan a little bit and going against some of the things that I said I was going to do. I'm being true to the ultimate goal, which is more words, which is stories told, which is product that I can ship, which is legacy that I can say when I'm dead, look,
1: I wrote that book. Finished it. people read it. That's what's important. So, be careful that you don't put so
0: many things in the way of your creating. And you know, for me, this time around, granted, it was uh, adding all these bells and whistles to the writing of the book. Um, for you, it might be organizing your colored pencils one more time or, you know, stretching a bunch of canvases uh, not actually painting on the canvases that you've already done or even something as, as, as mundane as, as, oh, well, maybe I'll vacuum do the dishes before I start the thing. Maybe it's being trapped in a research rabbit hole and never actually doing the thing you're researching. Watch out for that. And if you thought you were going to go about something a particular way, and it's hurting the actual creation of the product,
1: be nimble, be quick, <laughs> jump over that procrastination action. You know, I even
0: thought about this podcast. In fact, let's make another announcement. One of the things that my patrons get, uh, at least through the first 14 episodes of this podcast is a completely unedited and uncut edition that they receive a few days before the rest of the world gets the regular cut, edited down, more highly polished edition of the podcast. That takes time. And again, near as I can tell, nobody really cares about the unedited edition um, among my patrons, the people who receive it. So that's that's coming to an end as well. That's coming to an end. From now on, if you are my patron at patreon.com slash Matt Selznick, and you are kind enough to contribute uh, anywhere between a dollar and five dollars a month to support my creative endeavors, you'll receive the podcast episodes. Same ones that the rest of the world does, but you're going to get them still a few days ahead of the rest of the world. and. I can do this. When I have an interview guest, like uh, Emma Wallace, who was my guest in episode 10, when I have an interview guest, my patrons will continue to receive the complete, unedited, uncut version of that interview, the raw audio. But every episode, it takes too much time to create two different episodes of this podcast. And... Again, you know, nobody wants it. So that's fine. I have a habit, and I don't know, maybe you're the same way as a creator. I have a habit of putting things in my own way and calling them (laughs) perks,
1: bonuses, community benefits, whatever you want to say. But no, screw that. I think ultimately the people who like what I make want me
0: to make more stuff. So that's what I'm doing. And you can tell maybe in my voice that I still feel a little uncomfortable about saying, yeah, I'm going back on what I said I was going to do. I don't like to do that, even though nobody's paying attention to the things I said I was going to do. Nobody's indicating that they want me to do those things. And even though going back on what I said I was going to do means having more energy and more time and more flexibility to make more stuff more quickly,
1: I still feel... uh,
0: It still makes me uncomfortable. But I think that's, you know, and I've had a lifelong problem with this. That is a false obligation. That's... uh. A promise looking for <laughs> looking for a, a, a uh, what do you call the thing that you make the promise to? <laughs> the promise E? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so enough of that. And I hope, uh, you know, if you've got things that you're doing that you realize are taking you away from actually facing the work that you need to do try to be aware of it. Watch out for that. It's a sneaky, insidious trap. It's your subconscious saying, do all these thing-adjacent things, and that way we never have to face, or, or it's, it, we, we, we can put off facing the actual hard work of creating the thing. Watch out for that. It's insidious. It's uh, It will get you. <laughs> unless you have much more discipline than I do. And that's very likely, my friends. It's something I fight against. Maybe it's something you fight against too. So I'm sharing it with you in the spirit of this podcast, which is making stuff and finding success as we define
1: it. And staying sane and healthy while we're at it. Hey, speaking of that,
0: staying healthy. That is, I think we already talked enough about staying sane in this episode a little bit before I launched the Autumn Project, so maybe a month and a half ago, I decided you know what i've I've boy, I've been working at a standing desk for a few years now, and I think i was I was feeling a little tired of it, so I thought i'm gonna I'll go back to sitting at my desk for a while, and I'll make up the the sitting for long periods of time with with just more exercise and and more activity. I'll I'll force myself to take more breaks. Can you see where this is going, my friends? (laughs) Today, uh, the 14th of October, I've gone back to my standing desk set up in the uh, home office here at the Lush and Lavish Studios of MWS Media. Where? In Long Beach, California. I've gone back to the standing desk because... (laughs) In that month and a half that uh, that I was sitting while I was working, man, more back problems, more neck problems, just general lethargy. I had less energy to exercise and want to be fit and want to go for walks and things than I did when I was standing all day. It was a big mistake. So interest of transparency and sharing my journey and sharing the things I learn, look, I really recommend a standing desk. Especially if you're like me, when you're thinking, you like to move and pace.
1: And yeah, and it's just better for you. So there's that. Been dealing with a little bit of, like
0: I mentioned, lethargy and uh, uh, I'm going to confess, for, for those of you who are listening in the United States, the almost inevitable nomination of our most recently nominated Supreme Court Justice, that, that whole process really bummed me out, and uh, I lost at least a day watching that history being made and feeling glum about it, feeling enervated by it. I I would say that uh, I've been struggling a little bit. So getting rid of some of the things that have been in the way of just writing this book, it's an action that I can take that is active. You know what I mean? By deciding not to do a bunch of stuff that nobody actually cares about anyway, Uh, I'm putting fewer obstacles between me and written words. Between me and my tendency toward uh, avoidance when it comes to creativity. Between my tendency to avoid making things and the ease of making things. Because the easier you make it to make, (laughs) if you follow me, then the more you'll make, the more often. I think that's it. I'm saying be nimble. By that I mean don't get stuck in uh commitments to your audience, to your community, to your uh uh fans. If those commitments number one aren't being utilized, aren't being consumed, aren't being appreciated, and I don't mean that in a, in in in, the, in that way. But look, if nobody actually cares about the things that you said you were going to do and they're keeping you from doing the real work, yeah break those promises refocus pivot be nimble don't be afraid because i think maybe speaking for myself once again i think maybe if they if you have any trepidation about that it's because again you're making it easier on yourself to do the actual real scary work not all that silly stuff that surrounds it lean into it okay My name is Matthew Wayne Selznick. You take care.